Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Amanda. I'm Eve. And tonight we are talking about Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. Yay. It's Amanda's favorite. We all know this. This is the one that Amanda could do all by herself if she really, really had to. I really could. I really could do a Grey's Anatomy podcast by myself, just talking my heart out. I probably wouldn't talk about Station 19. <laughs> I watch it every week and I and I am invested in the characters and I like the stories. But I can't, I, I'm not as attached to it as I am Grey's, if that makes any sense. Station I've, 19 has been my favorite over well not my favorite of all of our shows but I've liked it more than Grey's Anatomy the last couple seasons but this season with Grey's being as good as it has been mm-hmm. I'm Grey's more again so yeah which is it's it's a good feeling because yeah. season 17 and 18 of Grey's almost just broke all of us all of us true Grey's Anatomy fans it almost broke us <laughs> really made me want to give up but I was like I can't devote almost two decades of my life to a show only to like give up now so I know fuck with it I was just sitting there with a frown on my face going okay let's get this over with this week (laughs) have to watch it but this season I'm over the moon with this season but let's talk station 19 first because after months of pushing everything aside Maya seems to be making some kind of progress with Diane's help. Okay, see, I have mixed feelings about this because it's wonderful. I love the breakthrough that we seemed to get with Maya working with Diane. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she's had breakthroughs like this before. So I can't exactly trust that this is going to stick this time. Girl, I'm... And Even also, after this week, I want Maya to go. I want her to go. I don't want her in the show anymore. I don't want to look at her stupid face. I am so over it. And I thought this, and I every single week I try to give her, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the week where, you know, I've never loved her, but I, I used to not mind her. Like she was just like there and I was like, okay, cool. Like I didn't want anything bad to happen to her. Now I'm just like, go, go somewhere. I don't want her to die, nothing like that. Nothing crazy grace, but just go. I'm bring, just bring Karina back. <laughs> I'm just so sick of talking about her. I know. Um, Danielle Savray, love her. She's a great actress. Yes. I, I know. I do love the actress. She has to be an amazing act- actress based on how much we dislike Maya. I mean, I, yes. I think it's funny that that's how I measure how great her actress is, how much I hate their character but yes oh my gosh I'm just so done with Maya she can ride off into the sunset she can be fired and ride off into the sunset forever and I'm not gonna miss her at all but Karina has to stay Karina needs to stay I hope they stay separated I know that sounds so mean to me and I know not everybody will agree with that statement but they have just been toxic their entire relationship 
Like we have like happy moments, but there's so far and few in between that it's just not worth this relationship anymore. Lena doesn't need this. I mean, she's dealt with, you know, Too family much. members with mental health issues who are unwilling to deal with those issues her entire life. Like she doesn't need mm-hmm. it from like it's it's just ridiculous. Okay, so she's obviously losing it, right? I mean, she's she seems manic in her ability to get up before I am not being able to sleep and cleaning. I do this sometimes where I I clean like this, but but not in a manic, not in the state that she was in, and that was super scary to watch because like like I just said a few minutes ago, I can't stand Maya, but I don't want harm to come to her either. So I just, I don't know. This was hard for me to watch because I'm like, okay, it's, I get what they're doing. Mental health does need to be talked about more in our nowadays society. And I get Grace is always great about keeping up with current world problems. Um, just like New Amsterdam is. But can't they do it with a more likable character? You, you, you hope so. Like, the best outcome that could come from this is for them to work all the way through Maya's mental health issues and then make us like her. I think if they could do that and they could, if it's written right, if it's performed right, if it's timed right, they can make us fall like in love with Maya. I think I can like fall in love with Maya but it would take some serious time and work. I need a lot to see a lot more sessions like the one we saw with Diane this week before mm-hmm. I can like kind of be endeared to her. Yeah. Because I mean, the way she's describing, you know, her because like she made that timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, her, like what was the timeline of? Just a general timeline of like her her I think it was from just really from the Olympics, I think. Like uh, until the Olympics. Which, yeah, way, this was really confusing for me because as I think most of y'all know, I have never seen Station 19 seasons one through four. Probably. I've never seen I've never watched those. I started I think, I think last season is the one you started watching like regularly. Yeah. So I didn't know she was an Olympian. I had there was I had no idea. I really I did go back and start watching Station mm-hmm. 19 from season one and I I'm slowly watching. I'm going to get caught up. And I do like the earlier seasons, but I haven't learned a lot of this stuff yet. So that was kind of a new bit of information. And I don't know. It actually kind of helped explain Maya a little bit more to me. It made her seem a little bit more understandable. Yeah. I keep forgetting that she was an Olympian, to be honest. And I don't know why, seeing as it's hinted at, like, so often but yeah, yeah I keep forgetting that that's um that that was a part of her life but good golly that's quite a harsh memory to have yeah I mean, and she said she was three years old mm-hmm. so like my earliest memory is probably like around two so like two or three is when most people have their earliest memory and to have that yeah. the memory you have of your parent like that's kind of screams yeah you know, I mean this is where the base of her issues 
began, which I, I love that Diane was able to get through to her on that first session that far back, which is almost not heard of. But in Grace World, let's go with it. I also want to just, I'll make everybody laugh here. I had walked out of the room and then walked back in and I saw Maya like holding the little girl. I had to end up rewinding because I was so confused. I was like, where did this child come from? <laughs> I was confused at first too because like they just showed her like hold like she was just like imagining it obviously because that's what Diane had asked her to do and I was like this is so this is I was like this is gonna be awkward to watch and then there was like an actual like her, her like child like her, her three-year-old self yeah and I was like never mind let's go back to her holding nothing because this is weirder <laughs> no that's why I walked back in the room she was actually holding the child and I was like Okay, I, I think I missed something. I had to rewind like, and like watch again. Cause was like, did we have like a four-year time jump and I just missed it? I was like, did she have like, did she have like have a child and she like didn't tell anybody? I was like, no, that kid would have been too young. But anyways, to get past Maya, I think she's made great strides this week. I do not agree with her being able to go back to desk duty. I, I don't think she was even ready for desk duty yet, but I'll trust Diane on this, I guess. I guess. I mean, I was shocked when Diane, like, kind of cleared her to do desk duty. I was like, after what you just saw, are, are you sure? I'm like, she was just holding an imaginary child, and now you're just letting her go back to desk duty? Hmm. Also, it's been, I don't know how long it's been since she was hospitalized to now, but it this was her first session so I'm guessing it really hasn't been terribly long but you'd think no. that there's I mean isn't there some kind of protocol like you need to go to so many like therapy sessions before we can consider bringing you to desk duty like I don't think she's in the right place to be there I don't either I thought it was way too soon to make her not make her go back but let her go back that was, I didn't, I do not agree with that. And I'm interested to see how that goes. Is it going to go smoothly or is it just going to completely tank and make her go backwards? Or is it not going to go at all? Because does Beckett even want her back? Like, or does, I don't think Beckett wants anyone there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking this Beckett, man, Beckett needs to go too. Maya and Beckett need to just go off into the freaking sunset and then I would be a lot more happy with Station 19. At this point, <laughs> when I was thinking about this earlier, I was like, who do I hate more? Like, if only one of them can leave, like, who do I want to leave more? And I couldn't pick. I'm like, no, I want both of them gone. Like, I hate them both so much. I would rather have Maya gone than Beckett oh. at, the, at this point. I will say I feel like Maya can change my mind more than Beckett would be able to change my mind. But at this point in time, I feel like the drama with Beckett is a lot less annoying than the drama with Maya. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like it doesn't get under my skin as much. <laughs> I feel like the Beckett drama is at least entertaining. Whereas the Maya drama is just like, please, good Lord, make this stop. <laughs> It's, it's just more, it's, I don't want to say cringy because that's not, that's not the right word I'm trying to feel like. She's I just, I want her to want the help, 
because she's obviously struck and we're still on this Maya thing but I just want to make my point clear like it's I feel so bad that she's going through everything that she's going through but she's got to want the help to get better she has to want the help and right now I feel like she's just pushing everybody away and not wanting the help and I don't know I feel like Diane is the one who is who will figure this out I don't I I don't think she needs to be done with her sessions with Diane I think she needs continued obviously but back to Beckett because I'm just going to still go on my Myra Maya tie type oh my gosh Maya tirade wow my yes what you just said I'm done trying to speak about that so this whole Andy's chat with Beckett I think me and you kind of had the same thing where he he's done being nice I was confused when he was well first Andy started off by saying look I know you're a good guy and I'm sitting there like why (laughs) that's new to me oh 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 but I trust you Andy okay okay suck up keep going and then he says he's done being nice and I was like now I'm pretty like well now I'm scared because you weren't that that what I saw before was not nice so like are we saying that you're gonna go like meaner than you already were he better not because he's I feel like he's already skating on thin ice when it comes to Chief Ross so he's gotta watch his back as well I want him to be out of a job very very soon me too but also like who's back in a job yay my jack his locker you're welcome <laughs> and i was like what is that and then i knew it was coming yeah as soon as i saw the you're welcome i was like oh god what did they do to his locker <laughs> and it was like what was like rubber snakes in his locker yeah like the little like the can ones where they go ding yeah. they spring out and i was like are, are we in middle school like they couldn't come up with anything like more creative <laughs> making the locker hey sometimes the og stuff works (laughs) but also a little bit more interesting because we were talking a few weeks ago about not really hearing or seeing from theo much and i like this that this week was we did we got to see more background about theo and his past and kind of you know where he grew up and people who knew know knew and know him and that was that was interesting that was cool i liked being able to because I, f- I feel very disconnected from theo you know a part of me wonders if that's intentional because i get the sense that you know theo is very like closed off like he's very yeah. private he seems very private mm-hmm. about you know his childhood and he isn't he doesn't seem willing to share with anyone like even Vic like anything yeah. that comes about his childhood she's like what she they has more. no idea yeah she has no clue so I don't know I wonder if that's intentional that they haven't given us any information on him but even if it is it's like I'm glad that they're starting to give us something because he still kind of feels like the new guy on the team yeah He's going to keep feeling that way until we, you know, learn more. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we got a little bit into him. But then here comes Beckett to ruin the day again when he wouldn't let Theo go back in with the civilian who just ran back into the burning house. 
this i swear beckett he he knew it was the right call he just hates being wrong i was so mad because like okay but so theo runs in after this woman which what are you supposed to do be like um bye hurry up please it's like that's okay now i'm only an expert based off of you know all the the shows that i watch but isn't it more important like there's no time to think like if a civilian runs into a house that hasn't been cleared because he hasn't even well first of all he cleared the house but he it wasn't actually cleared well the fire wasn't even out they said it was contained to the back two bedrooms which means the house is still on fire feel supposed to do be like um excuse me sir i know you're busy but may i chase after that civilian please like no you chase after them because you know they shouldn't be in there yeah but then he lets theo or sorry he lets travis go in because travis was you know wanted to go after wanted to go after theo and then he's like yeah go so the only reason he's pissed at theo is because Theo he, went against his orders and he hates being he challenged. And he's done being nice. So. He's, yeah, he's done being nice. They ended up getting kind of caught in there. I was so frustrated with this lady. I get it. But I was, she, she not only put her life in danger, but this is what frustrates me when people go back in for personal things. No matter how important the personal things are, you're not risking just your life. Those firefighters and first responders have to chase you in. So you're not only risking your life, you're risking all their lives. Also, have you never seen This Is Us? I mean, bad things happen when you go back into a burning house. Holy moly. Like, it, ooh, that frustrated me with her. But we did that because now Theo's on uh, desk duty. (laughs) Because he was a bad boy and didn't listen. But I love what um i love what he said to andy though it perfectly summarized everything that beckett's about it's like hey what happened no one respects him and he's starting to realize and he just storms off i'm like well if that's not the single sentence you could use to you know (laughs) that's like the elevator pitch of who's beckett well no one respects him and he's starting to realize it done that's his whole personality well, maybe if he was a better captain, people would respect him more and they could all work happily together. That's what frustrates me. Is they don't mind answering. Like None of the people in Station 19 mind answering to the captain. Whoever the captain is, they will answer to him. But he, he makes it so hard to want to listen to him or follow his directions or anything. He just makes it difficult to work with. And it's just, I don't know. He really the odd times that andy is the one in charge everything goes smoothly mm-hmm. gee i wonder why yeah i mean and also at the beginning of this we got chief ross who <clears throat> came in and talked to beckett about that too i mean so she's obviously seeing it and i don't she seems to be on everyone else's side too like she wrote mm-hmm. she willing to listen to everybody so i feel like if she gets enough complaints about how they're being treated like she's not gonna be able to 
defend him anymore. No, she's not. Um, but I didn't mean to get off on <laughs> Ross. It just popped into my mind when she went and talked to Beckett this week. He's got he's got to be caught with us at that alcohol soon too. I feel like that's going on too long. It's it has to be coming to a head, right? It has to because it's every episode, every single episode after a call or like at the end of like at the very end, he closes his blinds and he uh has his own little happy hour. Yeah, like what? But going back to Andy and Eli, which they gave they gave a little bit of comedy in this they're a little bickering back and forth i don't know why it cracks me up but it cracks me up you know i don't know what it is about eli he's just every time i see him come on screen i'm like okay this is gonna be a fun storyline because he's just so i don't know it's funny it's like he's so full it's like he acts like he's so full of himself but he's not obnoxious about it it's Mm -mm. just funny he is that I keep going back and forth with this leaking the story about Dick and Kitty. I keep going back and forth on this because I liked that it was leaked, but also at the same time, I don't agree with it being leaked because it was a crisis one call and that really and honestly does not look good for crisis one of calls being leaked. Especially when Travis... Especially with Travis's platform and, you know, with the firefighters union, with him wanting them to be his biggest supporters. I mean, leaking confidential information from calls while you're on the job, that's just, that's not a good look. No. I mean, as much as we want to see Dick and Kitty go down, I want, or mainly just Dick, but I don't really mind Kitty. I think she's just like a little blonde airhead that just hops behind him i I love her but she's amusing as much as i want to see him go down i want to see him go down the right way like i want him to be exposed i want i want to see him go down down not like a fake does that make sense i'm in my head now yeah i want him if he goes down i want it to be because it's something he did yes on his own like he screwed his own life over and now he has to suffer the consequences i don't want it to be because everyone else because someone else dragged him down exactly like i want i feel like that's a more permanent if you screw yourself down all the way that's a more permanent way down because he is a terrible enough person that if they just back off Mm -hmm. and do the classy way i think we'll, we'll see him crash and burn somehow all on his own you hope so I hope so. But also, there's a, probably a lot of politicians out there who that should happen too, and it never does. So we won't get into politics, though. <laughs> what I thought was funny was, you know, they're going back and forth. Andy's talking about how important it is to Travis to, you know, be a firefighter. Like, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. And why he's running and then Eli's just like I don't care I'm here to help people with elections and I'm like you know what I I don't know what like again I don't know what it is about him if it was anyone any other character I'd probably be like get out of here I don't yeah no he's just 
it's just so funny. He's like, I'm just here to win elections. I'm like, you know what? You're just so charming. You just say whatever the heck you want. It's okay. That's because he won us over at the very beginning. He won us over with his little witty charm. That's what it is. He has like good witty charm. That's what it is. But also his little fun trip down the pole. Well, that was funny. Happened really fast. Like what happened? Like Andy was joking. <laughs> about like why don't you like why don't you give a try and he's just like okay and he goes down she's like no way i was kidding and then he what dislocates a shoulder or something <laughs> he hurt himself i didn't mean to laugh but it was funny because <laughs> i feel like that's what would happen to me if i tried to go down the pole it would not be smooth oh yeah i would definitely break something something would be dislocated or broken no nothing would be dislocated i'd be broken <laughs> shattered i'd be shattered <laughs> he's at the bottom he's like you should call 911 she's like well are you kidding i'm exactly who would show up i am 911 <laughs> like i am 911 and you're at a fire station get up walk it off <laughs> but he needs to get to work asap because it looks like karma's coming for our travis yeah d- this left a really, really bad taste in my mouth because mm. now Dick is, well, and again, it's not, it's not Dick's fault. He's using ammunition that was given to him by Travis and Eli. Yeah. He's basically using that as leverage. Like, oh, well, since you leaked my private information, now you owe me and your chief is going to have to stand with police, which I was like, you gross no and then Mm. and as soon as ross was like okay like as soon as she agreed to it i was like "Uh uh-uh this isn't the end of it like she has (laughs) her sleeve because after what happened last week i'm like she is not dick's biggest fan she's not gonna go along with this like she's plotting something and boy was she plotting something that was good it was so good it was so good I went back and watched it again, not because I missed anything, but because I was like, I want to see that again. I had to make sure I, I I heard her all correctly. So I actually did go back and rewind and watch. Like I said, I was kind of distracted while watching this week, but I did go back and rewatch that as well because I didn't quite understand what she said the first time. And I was like, wait, did she just? And I had to go back and I was like, oh, she did. She did just do that. <laughs> And it was just so classy. This is what I love about Ross is she has, she's so good at putting people in their place in a way that it just sounds so professional. So like she basically called out the entire police department (laughs) and in the classiest way possible said, you guys all suck at your jobs and we're going to show you how to do it. Yeah. Come, come for some training. We, We get you all trained up. I loved it so awesome ross so awesome obviously i'm not a police officer so maybe i don't understand but shouldn't police officers want to know how to de-escalate in these situations so that they don't have to use their weapon i mean you would think (laughs) you 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 would think um i think it should be mandatory for I think they do have to go through training that would, I think, I think so. I mean, I would hope so. Unless your boss is 
you know, dick. And, um, I mean, I'm sure they go through some kind of like basic training, you know, about it. Like, you know how we do, like, as teachers, we have to go through like the, you know, how to see abuse and the, the we, reporting stuff. Exactly. How we have to go through that training. It's like more or less just like a video and training. And, you know, you, I could still ace that test today. And I haven't watched the video in years. I feel like that's probably the de-escalation when it comes to the police department is that's the amount of training. They know about it. They should know what to do. But it's that's probably all they talk. I mean, that's it's probably gone. If you're a police officer out there and you can answer this question for us, please let us know. What, just, what is he like? I don't know. It just feel de-escalation tactics seems like one of those things that they should constantly be getting like training on. Like you know, really, nowadays, I, I, it, it should have been always. Do not get me wrong; it should have been always. But as these bigger problems keep coming out in the media and everything, training should be upped. There should be more training nowadays. Definitely. Like I said, it should have always been training, but definitely nowadays, it should be more training. And it should be an in-person training, and it should go way more into depth, just like what Ross is offering to do. So bravo, Ross. So hopefully we see some more police officers wanting that training in the next uh, few weeks. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Our Eli is going to get or maybe she gets the heck out of uh, Dick, you know, either way. (laughs) Our poor, in this preview, poor, poor, poor Eli again. Our witty, charming Eli just gets his face punched in. In the meantime, he's there in a sling and then he gets Poor man, like, did nobody tell him? Like, I guess we'll find out next week. He didn't go through his training. (laughs) Nobody told him the part about where he has to stay in the vehicle. (laughs) Or did they? Now, I was really nervous about next week's episode because they didn't show a preview. I had to go to, like, YouTube to find this preview. And... A lot of it was just some kind of rant. It was just some weird voiceover of saying, this is what's going to, like, if, if you click on the link that I have in the, um, that I have in there, that's the only preview I could find. And it just has some weird voiceover, like someone's reading. Then I got really paranoid. I was like, oh my God, something really, really bad's going to happen. And they don't want anyone to know. Or is there's anybody like- dying? <laughs> like something really really big's gonna happen that like they can't that they don't want to spoil but then I found this and I was like well why did they have to make it so hard to find I don't remember Karina being in the preview well that's exactly that that was part of it like they showed the clinic and then the the weird random voiceover said Karina treats a patient and is presented with an offer and that's exactly but it's, that's exactly what it sounded like. Huh. Like that's mon- odd. Like monotone. No wonder why. A voice I'd never heard before, and I was like, I don't understand what this is. But like the part with like Eli and the ride along, like that was totally normal. But then after yeah. that part, it was just that weird voiceover. I was like, I don't understand what this is. 
I will say I don't remember seeing anything about Karina or Theo. I I saw the Eli thing, but I did not see Karina or Theo. So I think you saw more of it than I did. All right. Well, I guess we're going to see what happens next week. I mean, we obviously see Eli's going to be a quote-unquote recruit for the day. And then we're going to see some of the clinic. I always like these clinic episodes. They always give us like good storylines. So I'm excited for a clinic episode. And I thought when it comes to the whole Theo thing next week, I kind of saw this this week whenever he was in his old neighborhood. I didn't think that was going to be the end because the people on the outside trying to talk to him, it just seemed like it wasn't going to be a one-off episode to do with his old neighborhood and old friends. So that makes sense that they're going to bring it back into next week and we get a little bit of a Chicago action with the, you know, investigating the fire, all these fires. Maybe we'll see Severide. Maybe this is where Taylor Kenny went. <laughs> Maybe the real reason he needed a leave of absence is because he's coming to Seattle. To, to Would that not be hilarious if he just like popped up on our screen next week? <laughs> totally different creators and showrunners, totally different networks, but it can still happen. If that happened, my mind would probably blow. I'd be like, that's it. He went from NBC to ABC overnight. It works. They are all in the same world. (laughs) Oh, no. But I'm actually kind of excited for next week. I like, like I told you earlier, I like Eli. So seeing a good punched out was kind of funny. I'm all for it. Get punched in the face while he's in a sling. Like that's, you know physical comedy i'm all about it oh yeah for sure okay so we are headed into amanda's favorite (laughs) anatomy and i figured maybe we could just start with um (laughs) and wanting to (laughs) because i I don't know the whole time i was like what what are we doing what is this okay there's a few things i kind of want to put out here before we like really dive into this Season 19, as we said at the beginning of Station 19, season 19 has been so wonderful of Grays, but they have also changed a lot. They kept a little bit of things. The amount of outside we see now in Grays is more than we've ever seen. Like them walking outside of the hospital and it looks different. Like the whole, it looks like they're in a different place. Yeah, it looks like they went through like some kind of major, like they some kind of major reconstruction of the hospital. Yeah, and they never said anything. I know it's like even like the outside when they're like looking into it, we have like that skywalk kind of thing going across. I'm like, where, like when did that come into play? Like where, where? <laughs> now it makes sense because um, I'm still really early on in my grazery watch because stuff just keeps coming up. But like when I go back and rewatch Grey's, you know, season one, the first thing I notice is I say, oh my God, this is so early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So just the way that the hospital looks. Yeah. Like it was, it, it was, you know, state of the art for early 2000s. But then now that we're in 2023, like it makes sense that they're going to, you know, do some more fancy things, make it more modern. Yeah. But like overnight without saying anything. That's like, I love that they kind of, that they're doing this. I like seeing when they're walking outside and like talk to each other. Like that's, it's actually really nice. 
it's a nice like to the eye you know while you're watching it's nice to see i wish they would have mentioned just something just like oh like when like you know season oh season you know episode one from the season they should have been like oh we you know we did oh it's so much better now that construction is you know kind of getting out of the way something just mention something because now we're getting all these different areas of the hospital it looks different it feels different i'm not complaining i like it but i wish they would have mentioned just something so i don't feel like i'm going insane yeah because i thought i was missing something i was like wait what is this see like what is this location and where's that <laughs> what is this so i didn't see anything because i was like i don't know maybe i'm just stupid and i missed something but... no i've been kind of noticing it a little bit but some some for some reason when richard and teddy were kind of like walking up and talking at the beginning of it that's when like my brain was like we're getting so much more outside time <laughs> outside time at grace which our doctors are getting some fresh air some fresh air i loved this teddy getting to be chief storyline this week between i don't know how hard i laughed between richard teddy and amelia and bailey too and bailey too with their little head poking but yeah so and well we start outside with richard saying okay well i need your answer and teddy's like well i have until six to think about it right okay see you later but she also makes some really good points she really does and i was completely i, I was actually completely on teddy's side of this i'm like you and Bailey's side. I was team Teddy, team Bailey. Nobody else wants this job. You're having to pretty much like beg Teddy to take this job, but you're going to give her barely a pay raise with a ton more work. And then Bailey's just like throwing all these negative things. I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, shut up, Bailey, or you're going to have to take it back. Well, and then we have Owen in the mix who's kind of pushing her. It's like, you know, you'd have an assistant and you'll have all of this and that and the other thing. And she's just like, Richard told you you would be head of trauma <laughs> if I take this job, didn't he? And he's just like, well, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I knew, I knew Richard was going to be like, I'm just going to take it back over. But I almost thought he was serious for a minute. I, I was like, was oh, like oh, oh. <laughs> he was like i'm taking over the like the the residency program and you know i'm doing chief of chiefs and you know the interns you know why don't i just uh, take the he's like because um, i love it i don't myself. need the pay raise <laughs> i was like, like no richard what, what what is this what are you doing <laughs> so bailey's like bailey helps teddy i mean she tells her what she needs and what she should ask for and I thought all of it was reasonable. Like, honest to God, I really thought everything was really reasonable of what she was saying. Seeing Bailey just coach her on this and her little head poking in when Richard's talking back to her. It was all brilliant. I didn't even catch on that Bailey sent Amelia in. I thought Amelia was really going for the job. And I was like, what? Me too. That's why I was so confused. I was like... I never got any indication that she would ever want this job. Like, no. what is this? But then after after the fact, I was like, 
oh, okay, this makes sense. Because that's how negotiations work. You ask for more than what you actually want. Yeah. Hopes that they're willing to meet you in the middle. Mm -hmm. So like Ophelia comes barreling in and she's like, I want, you know, a whole new lab, you know, so I can do my research. And Teddy's like, oh, I don't need to go anywhere. I can stay right here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting there like, I don't understand what any of this is. (laughs) I'm so confused. I was really, I was really enjoying it because also the last couple of weeks has, have been, We've seen a lot of the interns, which, trust me, I'm not complaining. I like seeing the interns this season. But it was kind of nice to have just a storyline of just the OGs. Like all the grown-ups. All the grown-ups. <laughs> grown so to speak. <laughs> it was kind of nice to just seeing them together and a whole new, and this Richard's new office and this new building we're in. Again, where did this office come from and why does it look different this random new office i mean it makes sense you know with you know the fox foundation having taken over the hospital and Catherine always 10 years ago it's like they could have thrown anything like oh yeah all those changes that Catherine suggested that we finally took her up on they look great don't they move on like (laughs) what is that something i just feel like where they're like nah grace fans they won't notice (laughs) you we notice everything (laughs) we've only been watching this show for 18 years they won't notice that we've changed all of the scenery somebody can blink in the back wrong and i will notice it eventually maybe not the first time but maybe the fourth time i watch it i will notice it so we're going to talk about link's big surgery but while we're sort of talking about teddy teddy's first like job of as chief was kind of a big one which i didn't feel was very fair to her but she did awesome yeah that was crazy like the second that they found out like we'll go into in a second but the second that she and owen found out about like what happened with link's patient all of a sudden and that's this is definitely what i would do i do the same thing she's standing there like oh my god and i'm the chief yeah well she's like oh I'll accept the job tomorrow. <laughs> like, um, I need to go through my training first and then I can officially be the chief. But until then, I- I'm not allowed to talk to any press. <laughs> I kind of liked her idea of I need an assistant and they, they handle all the complaints. <laughs> I was like, could you imagine that assistant's job? That would be a that- horrible job. <laughs> that would be... I'd have, you'd have a hard time filling that job because who you wants to pay have... me pretty well? Well, I mean, customer service agents have that job. It's literally their job to be screamed at every day for things that aren't their fault. So if you can find someone like that, then you're golden. Yes, I guess. I wouldn't want to do it though. Having but... to be the bad guy all the time? Like, no, thank you. Mm-mm. No, so poor Teddy. I mean, she's now chief. It's just so weird that only a couple of seasons ago of how much we hated Teddy. This is what I'm saying about Maya. We got to a place with Teddy that we just could not stand her. We wanted her off the screen. We couldn't look at her face without hating her. And now she's like chief of surgery and I'm like happy about it. So they, if the writing and timing is done right, they can change our minds about almost 
anybody. There's a few people that they could never change my mind on. Beckett. Um, what's the other one I do not like in Grays? Isaiah Washington. Right. Dr. Burke. Oh, I was so mad when they brought him back, even for like that one episode. I was like, I thought he was gone forever. Like, let him be gone forever. We're done. So I think my favorite part of um Link's patient, who we're moving on to next, was Joe trying to get him all pumped up. And she obviously doesn't know sports. And I'm not a big sports fan either, but I at least know which team goes with which sport in the city that, you know, I was born and raised in. These <laughs> are the names of the teams. And she's sitting there like, I, I don't know Seattle teams, but she she was just all over the place. And she's like, you're going to help him get to where he can um, score a basket. And I'm like, honey, that's that's, that's uh, basketball. <laughs> take him his breakfast and stop talking. <laughs> but you also have people like me who i am i i do follow football and i like watching football but when he came in and was like i'm operating on a seahawk i thought he was like operating on an animal just be it on a, it was the writing it was honestly how he said it it was just like so like well, i'm working on a seahawk today not like that- a football player it was just like a, such a weird way of saying that- it that's so weird because I'm not a, a sports person at all. And when he said he was working on a Seahawk, I assumed it was a Seattle Seahawk football player. See, you caught on. I didn't. I was like, why? Because I think I said it on the podcast last week. That, that last week, you said a nod to when Izzy worked on the deer. I was like, how are those in any way like related to each other? And thank goodness Jeanette was there because she's the one who made the connection. She's like, not the animal. If it wasn't for her, I would have been sitting there like, I don't understand like what your brain is doing right now. That's what I get for not watching previews. But Joe was also, Joe was so sweet this week at Lincoln. I want them to be together <laughs> so bad. And they keep they keep hinting at it. And I feel like they are. I feel like they are in game. They're going to be in game, but I feel like we're just going to have a very slow burn, even though I feel like we've been doing the slow burn for years now with them too. It's always been in and out, in and out, in and out. I feel like now they're kind of at the point where it's just going to be a slow burn, but there's, I don't feel like there's going to be anybody else kind of really coming into the picture. I think it's going to be kind of them two slowly getting together now. Yeah, and I know that back when they were trying to get them together, like when they were doing the Friends of Benefits thing, I know back then I was like, Mm-mm, I don't want them to disrupt that friendship. I don't want them to be a thing. Like, they need to move on. But now that they've kind of backed off and, like, given us time to really see their relationship, progress, mm-hmm. now I can get on board. Absolutely. I was thinking Sid at the beginning too. I hated it at the beginning, but now I want them to be together. Now it makes sense now that we know them more and we see them, the relationship together and living, like living together. I want them together. It was way too rushed before, but now that they've taken their time and, you know, let us see Mm -hmm. 
where this is going now I'm like okay well when this happens and I say when because it has to happen at some point when they finally do get together however that happens I'm 100% gonna be all for it I am too I mean I thought we were gonna get a kiss this week I didn't think we were gonna get anything but I thought we were gonna get a kiss and then they that was way too realistic for my taste like that is not what happens on tv <laughs> it happens in real life where you know someone leans in and the other person's like whoa no thank you I was like no 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 I don't watch this because I want to see real life reflected in these shows I want to see like people be completely messy and then wake up the next morning and be like oh crap what did we do yeah that's more fun but I also feel like they're more I feel like this relationship is more matured without even maturing. I feel like we're just there. They're like, they feel like we have, we're already in a relationship and we're already like a year in, but they don't know it yet. They're in a relationship. But they, they don't, don't know. I really need someone to point this out to them. Like you guys do know you're in a right relationship, right? Like, I feel like it might be Levi. I feel like Levi might be the one to be like, Oh, I thought you guys were in a relationship. Are you not? Oh my gosh. Levi this week. I I love seeing him every week. I really do. But his little bicycle this week. I was expecting him to like, like peer behind, like from a bush or something to like (laughs) see Tank or whatever. (laughs) What did he say that like they went to college together or they went, they went to the same high school. Not they went to high school together. They went to the same high school. It's like, oh yeah, we went to the same high school. I'm like, yes. When did you go? And (laughs) because I think there's a a distinction that you kind of just conveniently left out. It was a little bit unrealistic for me. I don't feel like Levi follows football. I've never heard him talk about football, be a fan of football. He doesn't seem like the kind of person to be a fan of football. So it kind of threw me off a little bit, but we really didn't see him interact with Tank very much throughout the episode. So I think it kind of, it was like a funny little moment and then it kind of like moved on. But as I was, I was pretty mad and annoyed at Levi last week and I had stayed that way. I still wasn't very happy with him, but this week it just kind of like, I'm like, okay, he's so easy to forgive in my eyes. Like he can almost do no wrong. Even if he does wrong, I forgive him too quickly. He just needs to do one funny little scene that makes you chuckle. And then you're like, okay, he's good. All is right with the world. I love you again. <laughs> we can be friends again. It's okay. And let's talk about Tank. This story really did break my heart. Oh, gosh. And especially- I did not see it ending this way. I did because they were talking to his mom at the beginning and she's like you take care of my baby I'm like oh god he's gonna die I thought it was just gonna be a close call I I knew I knew it wouldn't go smoothly like when Lincoln was like done with the first surgery and everyone was like clapping I was like sitting back and like waiting for like the machine to like (laughs) or something I knew something was gonna happen it couldn't be that easy I didn't think he was gonna die (laughs) I yeah I didn't think he was gonna die necessarily I knew that something really bad was gonna happen I thought they'd save him though <laughs> yeah but the, what happened when he call his mom and be like 
okay it was like touch and go but he's all good yay no did you do cpr on him for what was it like half an hour or something no it was more than that it was like over an hour i think they said isn't that exhausting doing cpr on they had to have switched out you can't do cpr for over an hour by yourself that's a long code it went on too too far like if if you work in hospitals like i just need to know like how long are codes allowed to like continue on because that seemed excessive to me it seemed very excessive and i'm like even if like he does live like is he gonna wake up and like it, it be, starts to be like, i start worried about like kind of like that stuff of do Ever they have brain I- function where they you know, I think they have like have him up to oxygen, so his brain would probably be fine. So I think that's what does their brain in is the lack of oxygen. I just get nervous ever since you know I saw the resident because of what happened to Devin on his first day of the job, where he brought yeah. this woman back and she ended up having no brain function. So, mm-hmm. mm. it was sad. This 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 little storyline was so sad. He's from Haiti, and he's all he wants to do is bring his family over here and build them up and get them taken care of at i don't believe he was very very old either i think he was in his very early 20s then he was 22 22 i missed that part but i was assuming he was in his very early 20s if that's i mean usually by 30 they're about done unless you're like a quarterback or something or a running back but mid-30s is like the Unless you're Tom Brady, let's put it at that point. I'm just nodding and smiling at this point. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, sorry. I definitely know what all these words are. You know Tom Brady, at least. I mean, you're I know Tom from Brady. there. I know who Tom Brady is, and I know what a quarterback is, but like everything else, I was like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> this guy pretty much takes a lot of, like they were saying in the show he his knees take a lot of force because he's stopping people at, and he's like, not a small guy either like he, he he's he looks like a pretty big guy yeah i mean the most of them usually are i mean they're like I said, they they stop people like a, they pretty much become a brick wall is their job is becoming a wall and nobody can get through <laughs> so it, it takes a lot out on your body and that's why he's like they get a good six to eight years probably and then they're done that's kind of a scary thought of you know you work your entire life and then being able to work six to eight years and you're done what are you gonna do now that's That's kind of a scary that's just so like unfathomable to me because it's like these guys they spend their whole lives like Mm -hmm. from when they're children all the way through college like into adulthood fighting to you know be a pro football player and then you're in for six years and then you're done i'm like all of that for just six years like what do you like what do they do next like i said earlier there's other football players like you know the quarterbacks or the ones who take less of those major hits it's pretty much the hits they can play longer but those guys i don't know what they do for the rest of their lives they're gonna have to get a like a normal day-to-day job i guess i just felt so bad for Simone and Blue, especially Simone, because she really made a connection with him. Yeah. Link is just so distraught over all of this mm. that it seemed, I, I guess it was up to Simone and Blue. I don't know how it got to the point where it was up to Simone and Blue to call 
Tank's mother. But, you know, I guess she kind of took it upon herself to call. She had Um, asked him because she had talked to the mother earlier. And so she already felt like she had that kind of connection with the mom. So it was only fair for them two to call because they had already talked to the mom before. And also, Simone gave me one of my favorite scenes this whole week. Because you know, I love my elevator scenes. (laughs) I saw it. I'm not even joking. I saw it. I'm screaming, elevator, elevator. I was like, yes. Oh my God. (laughs) But then they get they get back to the house they're you know ready to you know do their thing and who's waiting for her <laughs> this trey that was like i could think of his name trey and then this guy and, needs to go bye-bye then, yeah i don't know anything about trey except that he needs to get gone but then <laughs> he, he turns around he's like oh so who's this oh he's my roommate i was oh. like <laughs> knife in the heart and twist it after that elevator scene oh he's my roommate i'm like dude get the heck out of here that my mouth was like hanging open a good two inches for like 30 seconds after that i was like are you serious i was like well it's grace so i'm not surprised (laughs) can't be that easy no it was a pretty week for lucas both figuratively and literally with Mika and Lucas's patient. Well, they had to figure out who got the better bedroom, so. Oh my gosh. That was hilarious. And I loved how they used at the very end where they're doing the little, when they put all their names in and picked one who got the primary bedroom. They used, could you tell they were using like the throw up bin, the little pink mm-hmm. round throw up bin? <laughs> I was like, that is a doctor's house. Yep. Exactly. They're using medical supplies in their house as like bowls. Well, but also broke, you know, medical interns supposed to be do supposed to do. But this patient that Mika and Lucas had apparently did this pho challenge. That's what I it was. love <laughs> some pho. But I don't remember what the exact challenge was, but three, three, three. It was three pounds of meat, three pounds of broth three was it the noodles maybe it was three 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 whatever that was it was like three pounds three pounds three something i don't know but it was a lot and he he was like on day five of not being able to use the restroom i think it it had been a lot of days it had been like concerning number of days since he hadn't used the bathroom yeah and he was i mean that you saw that scan he was pretty backed up and he was in he was in a lot of pain too i was like this cannot feel good at all no i mean that i mean it's kind of a funny thing but it's a serious (laughs) that's a lot of pain that's a i mean poor guy he was but he went straight back to it after he got his enema and mika mika ended up having to do the enema that was i like the little bickering back and forth i'll just do it she was really into like this whole competition in the first place. Like he he left to go back and she was like, okay, see you later. I'm like, no, you're the doctor. Be the responsible grown up here. Tell him that he needs to go home. Nope. She was just like, okay, cool. Go do it. They definitely going to be doing pa- rock, paper, scissors next time they see his face walking in. But also Jules, 
She which, lucked out on that one. Oh man, she got a lot better of a patient than Mika and Lucas did this week, but also heartbreaking. This was a heartbreaking and so hard but i really like watching jules and joe work together i liked i don't feel like i had seen them kind of interact much but i really like their chemistry on screen I, i feel like joe is just such a good teacher yes it's oh like she tell like she tells them what to do and like how to do things without being like super bossy about it. Mm-hmm. She wants to teach. She wants the younger generations to learn. Yeah, I I knew like the second that she was talking to um Sierra was the patient's name. Yeah. Like when she was telling Jules everything that was going on, like just the way that she was interacting with with her kids. Like obviously she, she seemed like a great mom. Yeah. I'm not- I'm not saying that but it's like something was off it's like I could overwhelmed she was overwhelmed she wasn't all there I was like there's something else seriously going on with this woman Mm -hmm. and I was like I bet Jules is gonna be the one to get it out of her yeah I knew I knew I felt like it had something to do with postpartum depression I had it with both of my kids we've talked about that I think probably on Gray's anatomy before because postpartum depression never I didn't know it was a thing before I got pregnant I had no idea I didn't know anything about it nowadays I feel like we're at least getting some information out about it these tv shows putting out so with all of these postpartum depression Mm storylines it's needed I, I mean I don't have any experience but I imagine it's starting to make it easier for people to feel okay talking about it because yeah. there's I mean there's a lot there's been a lot of shame and shame behind it yeah I mean she's she fully admitted that she's the thoughts that she's had when both of her kids were born about you know it's a hard conversation but the thoughts that she had about her children after they were born and her not wanting to carry out this pregnancy because she's she knows those feelings are all going to come back. And she's right. The more times that are not, yeah, she is going to have those feelings come back. I feel like she made the decision that was best for her and her family. I loved the way that Joe and Jules were able to handle that situation, the way they spoke to her, the way they accommodated, you know, um the volunteer helping with her child that she already had there it this whole storyline was done very well it was tastefully done nicely done i really it and sometimes these situations in tv shows are not handled correctly but i think they did do they did awesome and joey yeah. compliments jules at the end which i thought was really nice yeah, and Jules just, and like, she was just so taken aback because we've been learning a little bit about her past. I mean, we learned some last week with her d- hippy-dippy parents wanting her <laughs> umbilical cord, which at the time I was like, well, that's super weird. Can't wait to learn more about that family. But it seems like we're getting a lot more tidbits that 
she pretty, it sounds like she pretty much raised herself. That's kind mm. of the impression I'm getting because yep. like she said, like she is not used to getting complimented on her work. It's like, she's not used to being seen. Yeah. I think Joe was the perfect person to relate to that with. And they, the writers probably did that on purpose. They know we obviously know Joe's background at this point. We're learning Jules' background, and they do kind of mesh together very well. They're not the exact same backgrounds, not from the same cloth or anything like that, but they do have similarities where I think they can help. Where Joe, I feel like, can kind of mentor Jules a little bit in that area. Well, they they both have. I mean, it's different kinds of trauma, but they both have, you know, come from traumatic childhoods in, mm -hmm. you know, their own ways. So absolutely. It, it. I enjoyed seeing them work together. I'm really hoping to see a lot mm -hmm. more of them Me working too. together because they really clicked. I wonder if Jules will go into OB. Maybe. I'd like to see that. It may have been a win for Jules this week, but in the meantime, Maggie and Winston. Okay, back to the whole um, theme of I can't stand these characters. I am so sick. Okay, I love Maggie. I mean, I don't love her very much, like, right now. I like Winston. This whole, th I'm so sick of talking mm. about Maggie and Winston week after week after week. I feel like they have been their own separate topic on our little outlines. Yep. For this entire season. And I'm so exhausted just talking about them. But I think I brought this up a week or two ago is I really feel like they're doing this now because we never got this with them at the beginning of their relationship. They got together mid-COVID. Was that season 17? And a season that didn't exist? That's us, no. I almost sometimes forget how long Maggie has been in the show because I feel like I should love Maggie at this point. I feel like I should love and but I feel like if Maggie's last episode was this week I wouldn't care. I feel like we should care more about her either way like at this point I don't exactly hate her. I don't hate her. I don't but I also don't love her. She's just very eh. Did you remember that Richard was her dad? Yeah, I keep forgetting <laughs> forgetting about it but then every once in a while when they start talking I'm like oh yeah that that, that that's a thing I don't but feel like I should still be forgetting that <laughs> at this point I care way more about Winston who's only been on for a couple of years than I do about Maggie like yes, I and it makes me sad it really does because at at the beginning I didn't like Maggie I never hate I've never hated Maggie she's a she's a wonderful actress I really really actually do love the actress but just, I feel like her storylines in the past several years have just been flat, I guess. Just there not interesting. Yeah, she's not, she hasn't been, and I don't know if it's just the way that the show's being written. Like, they just don't, I feel, this is what I'm getting. I'm under the impression that they just don't know what to do with Maggie. Yeah. I, I feel like, because she hasn't had, like, any substance, like... You know, there are characters who you love to hate, like, you know, Karasik. Yeah. People love to hate him. I loved having him on the show. He was a fun character to dislike. But with Maggie, it's like she's just there. 
I hate and, to admit that sometimes I forget about her. And they haven't done anything about her. And you've been saying that, that you keep forgetting about I her. I keep forgetting that she's there. And I feel like that is so wrong because of how long she has actually been on the show. And you've been saying that for several seasons now that you keep forgetting about her. So That's a problem. So I wonder, like you said, if the purpose of this storyline that we really are not enjoying right now is their way of giving Maggie something, but it's not making her look good. No. It's either this is how she's going to leave, is her and Winston are going to break. Maybe she's going to go with, to Boston with Meredith and the kids. That could be a possibility of them trying to like get him out, but Winston still be able to stay. At this point, I like Winston more than I like it. Same as you just said, I like Winston more than I like Maggie. If one of them had to go, I'd rather Maggie go than Winston go. I'm just really confused because at this point, there's two, there's one of two things going on. Either Maggie is just completely clueless about why Winston is so upset with her, or she just doesn't care. She doesn't care. She Even feels like she's right, he's wrong, and she's not going to waver. And she doesn't see it. It's like, like she's so mad at him for like giving up his career. Mm-hmm. I, I was so annoyed when she said that, you know, you just want to change specialties to avoid your wife. It's like, he's not trying to avoid you. He's trying to save your marriage. Like, why do you not, like, why are you not thankful for that? She's made me so frustrated. It's just beyond words at this point. She obviously, now, in a perfect world, her and Winston will figure this out and be great together. Because at the end of the day, I don't hate Maggie. I don't hate Winston. I actually, I actually like them together when they're doing well. But when it comes to this kind of drama stuff for this long, I'm tired of it. And I don't feel like it's necessary to the show. Like, it just seems so out of the blue when they're, like, fighting with each other. I forget every single week that they're still fighting. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's, it's just so exhausting. It's an exhausting storyline yep. to watch. I love what Amelia said about their relationship. Silent treatment won't make the hard parts of the marriage easier. It'll only make them last longer, which mm. I'm, I I'm I love this. I'm not I saying it's, I'm not saying this is weird and I hate it when did Amelia become the sage advice giver <laughs> I'm here for I it know. I love it because she's been like on it like with the like she's been giving good advice like good speeches to people mm-hmm. I like this version of Amelia and I hope I, she's here to stay I love this version of Amelia I wasn't a I wasn't a big fan of her at all in um season 17 which doesn't exist in our brains mm-hmm. i wasn't a big fan of her then but they really did a number on her they really turned her character around and i am she's one of my favorites right now i love her i do too i absolutely love amelia which i wouldn't say that a few years ago i would never have said that a few years ago i despised her a few years ago, even before season 17 i didn't like her now I'm I really really every time Amelia's on the screen I really do enjoy I really do enjoy seeing her every week though and also I do want to mention Maggie's little what does socks mean I'm, so the only thing about this episode that made me upset was we got to the end of the episode and we never found out what socks mean. what does socks mean 
But yeah. like she used that as like maybe you should would it have been funny? Like, I mean, I know that they were fighting, but couldn't they have had like a nice light moment where she said, okay, so I have this note, like, what does socks mean? Like, I mean, something. I don't know how, I don't know how they would have put that in there, but it would have been, you know, nice to have something to really lighten up the heaviness. Yeah. Their relationship is just so heavy. Yeah. They it is. To toss something in there to kind of lighten it up because they're both so set on my way's right. No, my way's right. By the way, only one of them is right, and it's not Maggie. It's not. It's really not. I we gotta we gotta get past this whole Maggie and Winston fighting thing. Really, with uh Winston keeps taking Owen's advice. People need to stop taking Owen's <laughs> advice. I mean I love Owen. I do too. Right. A lot of people hate Owen. I am a huge Owen fan. You know, but... Currently, he's there for comedic relief. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm here for it. I love it. But people mm-hmm. need to stop taking his advice. I want him to keep giving advice <laughs> because it, it's funny. But people need to stop taking the advice as gospel and then running with it and then getting mad at him for giving the It's like, do you not see him and Teddy's relationship right now? They'll take his advice. Like um, like Winston said, I should have known better. <laughs> Stop taking Owen's advice. Listen um, to it, nod and smile, and then say, yeah, good luck with that, dude. Right. Absolutely. But Winston's little remark of not everything can be resuscitated, I felt like that was a very strong oh. statement. That was like a dagger to the heart. I loved it. Yeah. So I'm 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 uh I'm here for it. I'm see I'm I'm here to see what what they're what they're gonna do with that later down the road. Hopefully it's not much longer because I'm about done with it. But Put it on the record, please, that I am Team Winston. Ditto. Totally. But once again, I think that's about it we have to talk about with the episode, but let's just kind of go into the preview the preview didn't really give us too much info um we know there's going to be a party we know there's going to be this crazy love triangle now between trey and simone and lucas Ooh. i need trey to go away i do too i he- feel like that's I, I feel like that's what's going to happen there i feel like at some point trey is eventually just going to leave and go away he's because- nice to look at though i will give him that Oh yeah, I mean, I want to stick around so like I can <laughs> week to week, but like, can't he just like be off to the side away from everyone? <laughs> Leave Lucas and Simone alone. Stay on there in the corner. Let us look at you. Keep going. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I make, I'm actually getting excited every single week for these episodes. But I think we're gonna have a little party in our heart with this intern party. A little sneak peek into season one when the interns have that party in the house i hope it's pays a little bit homage to that because that's a huge episode at the beginning for the magic team i think that's where they're going to go with this next week and i'm all here for it i'm ready for it i'm excited yeah it's a good season overall it really i'm i went into season 19 thinking i'm gonna watch this season and this better be the last season and we need to end grays and now i don't know what they did for me now i want season 20 and they got it i don't know how they're gonna ruin it again they gotta ruin it again for me before they can close it out ruin now, it and then close it thank you don't get me wrong 
I love Meredith. She's it is Gray's. I don't miss her. Yeah, I don't miss her. And I I feel like that was really well planned by the writing production. Probably, I mean, I, I feel like this was a known thing coming for a while. So I feel like they had time to plan and come up with ideas of how to kind of quote unquote kind of replacing her. I thought they 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 blew it out of the park. They really did, and I'm I'm impressed. I didn't think they could do it. I didn't think there could be a show without Meredith in it, but it's rocking. And I I didn't even think about Meredith one time during this episode while I was watching it. I didn't think about her. They had her voiceover at the very beginning, yeah. but other than that, I like I didn't miss her. There was enough like really good stuff in there from you know some of our favorite. Um, you know veterans and everything so mm-hmm. i was pretty happy i didn't I was too i was too i'm i'm all here for it it's great it's awesome but i think that's all we have for tonight we have talked in depth about a little bit in depth about station 19 and a lot of depth about Grey's anatomy a little bit of sorry too but you know and a little bit of tangents about maya beckett and waggy and waggy <laughs> Can that be their relationship name, please? That's their that's their name from now on. (laughs) (laughs) I just I just named them. (laughs) We have so we have in depth talked about Waggy. And (laughs) don't forget to check out our socials Facebook group. Our Facebook group is Grey's Anatomy Grey Family Fan Club. Uh, tune in next week for more episodes. Sundays are our Fox night where we talk about 911 and the resident when it's on. And Tuesday is our NBC night where we discuss all three Chicago shows. Wednesday nights are, of course, ABC where we dig into Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. We'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fan and Family Chats, or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, FamilyFanClub2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows. <laughs>